0: Raise your hand, mamas, if you have a lot that you need to get done. Between housework, relationships, homeschooling, extracurriculars, work, business, ministry, whatever God's calling you to, the list could be endless, right? There's always another thing that could be done, and there's literally just not enough time in the day to do it all. So how can you find balance and peace in the chaos well there are many layers to answer that question but today we're sharing five basic routines that are going to help you manage the things and find a little order and peace in your busy days let's get to it Hey Mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. The Nourished Mom Podcast. Ladies, I am so excited. So last week I reached, finally reached over 10,000 downloads. And that means 10,000 times that a mom just like you or me has downloaded this show. It's like mind blowing. And I'm just really excited that the Lord is growing this thing, and I pray that everything I talk about and teach you not only helps you to find balance and manage your time, but truly points you back to the Lord. And I just wanted to say thanks for listening. So today, we are talking about how we really just have a lack of time. When I first started homeschooling, one of the things that I realized really quickly was that there just are just Literally wasn't enough time to do all the things that I wanted to do, felt like I should be doing, felt like I had to do. There just literally isn't enough time in the day. And it made me really stressed and overwhelmed trying to squeeze it all in, all of the lessons and the housework and the relationship stuff and the disciplining and the to-do list and just trying to squeeze it all in. And that stress turned into like me always nagging the kids to get them to focus, to stay on track, like we need to get the things done. And honestly, it just, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. It felt really unbalanced. Like I knew there had to be a better way, but I knew God was calling me to do this thing, right? I I knew with all of my heart that God was calling me to homeschool and to do the other things that he put on my heart. So there had to be a way to make it work, right? God's not going to call me to do something that is impossible. And I just really believed that and still believe this is the basis of all of all that I teach that we're not supposed to feel like we're barely keeping up. We're not supposed to feel like we're drowning. And through the years, over time, I found that it really came down to priorities. Right. If we can't do it all, if we don't have time to do it all, we better be able to decide what is most important so we can focus on that. And when we focus on the things that are actually important, then we begin to have that sense of balance. We feel like everything's okay, like everything's working out and that stress starts to go away. That, and then that nagging, nagging the kids starts to go away because you have an understanding that the important things are getting done. So you need to know your priorities and you need to use your time effectively, right, to actually get the priorities done. And when I realized these two things, it was routines that really became the foundation of my time management, because they've really made it easier for me To consistently show up for my priorities without having to spend all this time trying to make a schedule that worked because it never worked, right? Things always came up. But with routines, it's just a rhythm of life of things that are connected to each other. And it just made it easy for me to and my family to get our Bible study in, to keep up with the laundry, to find quality time for each other and all the other things that were important to us. And that's why I'm always talking about routines, because they are such a strong, important tool that can create a rhythm of life for your family that will help you to feel balanced by putting the important things first. So anyway, all that to say, today I want to share with you four routines that will help you balance all of the things that you have to do as a homeschool mom. All right, routine number one is a quick cleanup. So this is going to be a lifesaver for you moms, which might be most of us, I don't know, that get distracted with the mess, right? If there's dishes in the sink, you really find it hard to focus on the lesson you're doing or, you know, your kids are trying to talk to you and you're walking around the kitchen picking up stuff and wiping the counters down and like, that's okay. Like, obviously, you can do that when your kids are talking to you. But sometimes that mess really takes your focus away from where it needs to be. So the quick cleanup is just creating a space of time in your day to do a quick cleanup. So what I do is twice a day, I do 15 minutes. Um, I link it so I have it stack it to make it a routine before breakfast and before dinner. The reason I stack it onto breakfast and dinner is because we always eat breakfast and dinner. I mean, once in a while like something happens and we don't eat breakfast or dinner if like our if our plans are all off for the day. But, I mean, 99% of the time, we're eating breakfast and dinner. So by stacking this quick cleanup onto those meals, I know that it's going to get done. And what I do is really, I start with the things that are most important to me. So you need to know like, what are your triggers? Like some people, if the floor is messy, like mm -mm, they cannot focus. Some people, if the counters are messy and it's actually, those are the two things that, that trigger me. So it's the floors and the counters, like just pick up all the things, put them where they go. So basically I put a timer on for 15 minutes and I feel like the timer is really important because it's really easy for us to get sucked in and have a 15 minute cleanup, really turn into like an hour cleanup, right? Because you know the work is never done. Like you could clean your house forever. It'll never be, it'll never be clean. But that timer, having a timer on for however long you choose, for me it's 15 minutes, gives me boundaries to say, all right, this is what I got done in the 15 minutes. And now I'm gonna move on to the next thing because I know that I have other priorities today. Um, So I focus on the floors. I basically, I start in my living room, Um, my routine's the same every day, which makes it easy, right? I don't have to decide every day. I don't have to get distracted. Start in the living room. I pick up the blankets. I pick up any dishes, any toys, move through the dining room, which is the next room, into the kitchen. And if I have time, then I move into the other rooms of the house too. But I focus on the dining room and the kitchen first because those are, I mean, not the dining room, the living room and the kitchen first. Because those are the rooms that are most important to us because those are the rooms that we're doing our school and those are the rooms that we are living in most of the day. So I focus on those. I focus on the counters and the floors and get it cleaned up in 15 minutes. And it really helps me to focus throughout the day. So as the mess starts like building throughout the day, I don't get stressed because I know before dinner, I'm going to have another quick cleanup. So I'm not like trying to do the dishes all day long because you know that you literally could do the dishes all day long. You're a homeschool mom. Your kids are always eating. You don't want to be doing dishes all day long. <laughs> so put them in a certain time slot and deal with it then so you can stay focused on the other things. Um, but if you're going to do a quick cleanup, what you need to do is decide when you want it to happen. Stack it onto something that you, you do already um, you know, almost every day and then decide what's most important to you. What do you need to have cleaned up so you can stay focused? And then, and then put your timer on, start cleaning. All right. Routine number two is weekly planning. So this is just sitting down for five to 10 minutes a week and just figuring out what your week looks like. And this really helps you to not be overwhelmed because you understand what's going on. You know you're not forgetting anything and you're just focused. You know what you got to do so you can get it done. So at the beginning of each week, you just sit down, look over what you have going on. So I look at my Google calendar. I keep all of my appointments, my, my, um, pretty much my appointments, my interviews, stuff like that in my Google calendar and um, basically anything that has to do with anybody else. Like if it has to do with anybody else in life, it goes into my Google Calendar. Um, So like not my routines and stuff. I don't write that into my Google Calendar. So basically, all my appointments, all of my field trips, all of the interviews from Google Calendar, I take them and I copy them into my paper calendar. And the reason I do this is because writing down on paper, helps your mind to remember. So there's a connection that's made in your brain that helps you to remember. So then you won't forget that you need to pick your neighbor up off the bus. You won't forget that on Tuesday you have a chiropractor appointment. You won't forget the things because you're writing them down. You're creating that that pathway in your brain to help you remember. So I write down all my appointments. And then I look at, are these... So usually I'll try to schedule all of my appointments into the same slots each week. Like I on... um. Thursdays, guys, Thursdays, <laughs> Thursdays are generally when I will schedule appointments and I wait till the end of the day. Anywhere from like one to three is like our appointment time. So I try not to really schedule appointments outside of that time, but sometimes it happens, right? So I'm looking like, are there things scheduled outside of our normal routines, our normal rhythms that are going to be different that I have to pay attention to because I have to adjust, Um you know, and there's things that come up, like some days we pick up kids from the bus, some days we we do other things, but being aware of those other things so you don't forget. Also, planning helps me to get an idea of meals. So when I do my meals, uh, my meal planning, I really don't go extensive. I just write down, you know, what I think we're having for dinner each day. But then when I do this weekly overview, I look at like, Okay, do the meals that I pick lined up with what we're doing? Like if we end up having a field trip on Monday, we're not going to get home later. Did I pick a meal that takes a lot of prep? Because if so, I'm going to have to switch that around, right? I want to make sure that I'm putting the easy meals on the days that are busier and the harder meals when I have more time to be in the kitchen. So that's something I look at when I'm doing my weekly planning. Um, I write in time boundaries, So in my routines and rhythms, I have time boundaries throughout the day. Like I know if we finish breakfast by 10 o'clock, generally our day goes better because we get in time to do the other things that we want to do. Our day gets going and it just works for my family. But... There are other time boundaries that come up when your schedule changes a little bit, right? We know that not every week is the same. Things aren't going to be exactly the same every day, and that's okay. So when I'm doing this weekly planning, I'm looking at the time boundaries that aren't our, like, normal. Like, um, we're going to the chiropractor this week, so what time do I need to start getting the boys ready at? This is my time boundary to be on time. Or, um, you know, anywhere we're going. I set a time boundary. What time do we need to be home by? you know, if we want to do X, Y, and Z. So I put these time boundaries in. I don't do a ton of them. I usually have like one or two a day, but it keeps me on track so that if the rest of the day kind of goes bonkers and nothing kind of works out the way I had planned, I know that like, hey, if we pick back up and we get home for two o'clock, we're going to have smooth sailing for the rest of the day. So I write in those time boundaries. And then I pick the top three priorities for each day. So if I know Tuesday... We like to focus on kind of laying low and getting lessons done and learning together. Whereas Wednesday, I focus more on work. And these actually, these are pretty repetitive for me week to week, but I write them down anyway, because that pen to paper helps it to solidify it in my, in my mind. And sometimes there are seasons of my life where I start to skip my weekly planning and like, it can be okay. I can get by. But I find that when we really sit down just for five minutes to get an overview of your week, it helps you to be on point. It helps you to know how to be prepared and it helps you to stay focused. All right, routine number three, similar to your weekly plan, but it's a daily plan. And the reason I really like to take a few minutes every day to go over the daily plan is because things change, right? The things that you might have wrote down for the week might have changed. You know, someone might have called you up and been like, I need, I really need help on Wednesday with this. Or, you know, your appointment might have got rescheduled or whatever happened. Or maybe, you know, one of your kids is having a real hard time and they need some extra love and attention. So your daily plan... That's gonna help you to troubleshoot or rework things day to day based on you know what's important. So the most important part of your daily plan is going to be revisiting your priorities. Like the things that you thought were going to be important that day, like getting to the grocery store or getting your lessons done, are those still top priority? Or do you need to shift because something else came up? And let this be led by Jesus, right? But when you're doing this, take the time to pray like, Lord, what is important for tomorrow? You know, so you can plan that out. Does my little one need more TLC? Should I ditch the lessons and go on a hike because we need some outdoor time and some time to de-stress? Should I cancel our appointment because we need more time getting our school stuff done? Like, ask the Lord to lead you. Like, He is our good shepherd, and I promise you that He will help you work these things out so take it to the Lord and review your priorities for the next day. I just do it before I go to bed. Every evening when I sit down to do my Bible study and I pray and I look at my schedule and I ask the Lord to lead me. You know, what is important for tomorrow? Routine number four is my to-do list routine. This one is going to save you from... Your mind constantly being filled with all of those things that you need to do, that stress in the back of your mind that you're forgetting something. So, my system works like this and it's really effective. You're gonna love it. So, you gotta ditch the to do list on paper, I feel like. Um, You know, obviously, I love writing things on paper. I spoke about that with the paper planner, but for a to do list, To have it on paper is really not effective because what if you think about something when you're not at home and you don't have your list with you? Or what if you think about something right before you're going to bed? So what I do is I have a list on Google Keep. It's just an app. You can do it on your notes app on your phone. But somewhere on your phone. And the reason for that is because if we're honest, like our phones are with us like 99% of the time. Whereas a list is not with you 99% of the time. So if you keep your to-do list on the phone, every time you think of something, you can just write it in or have Siri, Siri, write this on my to-do list. um, And get it on the list. Get it out of your brain so you're not worrying about it anymore. So it starts with the list. I also do a brain dump at the end of every day. So before... I go to bed. That's the same thing with my daily planning and my Bible study. This is all grouped together in a routine. I do a brain dump. Like, What are all the things that I have to do that I didn't write down yet? And I just write them in the list. That way I'm not thinking about them when I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm not thinking about what I forgot. It's just in the list and it lives there. The next part of this is to have a specific place in your day to tackle it. So can you set aside 20 minutes before you do lessons with your kids every day? Can you set aside 20 minutes after breakfast? Put it, attach it to something that you do regularly so you can get it done. Oh, and I want to be clear. I mean, when we're talking about to-dos, what I'm really talking about are like the administrative tasks. I'm not talking about cleaning because you have another separate place in your rhythm of life, in your routines for cleaning to live. I'm not talking about lessons with your kids. You have a separate place in your day where school lessons live. This is just like your admin stuff, like um, paying bills, ordering something on Amazon, calling the doctor for an appointment, um, texting somebody, um, those types of things, like admin tasks. So you, you create a space of time in your life, in your day, to get this done either every day or three times a week or whatever you feel like you need, but pop it into your rhythm, attach it to something else that you're doing, and then when the time comes up, sit down for however many minutes you have allocated, start checking those things off. What I really like about Google Keep is that it lets you um, move the list around. So things change, you know, and like last week, I thought it was really important for me to order this, the dog's new collar. And this week, I'm like, eh, that has fallen to the bottom of the list. And with Google Keep, you can move your to-dos up and down the list in, in, in order of priority. So start with the most important things and then just check them off the list, get them done. And then when that time is up, that's it, be done. It's okay because tomorrow, you've got another 15, 20, 30 minutes or whatever you have allocated. All right, the last routine I have for you. Guys, I don't know if I said four, did I just specify how many routines I was gonna be talking about? I feel like I said four, but this is routine number five. So if I did say four, hey, you get a bonus. And this one is actually the most important. So this is your time with the Lord. Like I cannot stress how having a consistent time with the Lord every day has changed my life. It's made me a more patient mom. It's helped me to understand what's truly important. It's helped me to let things go and really pour into the things that God is calling me to. It's helped me to find joy and peace and balance. And I know it's gonna do the same for you because our God is not a liar and he tells us that joy love peace all comes from him these are fruits of the spirit and we need to be spending time with him if we want those things in our lives if you want to feel balanced you need to put the important things first. And we are told that our relationship with God is the number one most important thing. So don't skimp on it, right? If When you're skimping on this, when you're not putting the effort in, when you're not putting the time in, this is when overwhelm, anxiety starts to creep in. So where can you put this rhythm, this routine into your day? I do every morning, I wake up with time with God and every evening before bed, I start my day with it, I end my day with it what will work for you attach it to something else um something that you do already like waking up going to bed i mean i do those every single day so it's easy to attach it to those things But figure out what works for you. Because, you know, if you have um, babies that are up super early that need your attention first thing in the morning, no matter what time you wake up, then first thing in the morning might not work for you. So be aware of what's going to work for you, your kids, and your family. And don't skip it. This is the number one most important thing. All right, let's recap. Five routines that are going to help you balance all the things that you have to do as a homeschool mom. Number one, the quick cleanup It's going to help you to keep your house tidy so you're not distracted, cleaning up all day. Routine number two, your weekly plan is going to give you a vision for your week, get you organized and focused on what needs to be done. It's good to have a plan. Routine number three, your daily plan, is going to help you readjust as you go throughout the week to see what's working, what needs to be changed, and helps you to lean into the leading of the Holy Spirit. Like ask Jesus to guide you and um, follow his lead. And then, routine number four, you, your to do list. It's going to help you keep all of those thoughts about what you have to do organized and give you the time to chip away at that list and get the things done. And then routine number five, your most important routine, your time with God. This is the foundation of it all. This is where you're going to let go of your anxiety, let go of your stress and lean into God's calling. And don't forget a couple of things. If you are not yet in our Facebook community, hop in there. It is um, a great place to connect with other moms that are in a similar journey trying to do life with God, trying to do all these things. So I will leave a link to the group in the show notes. The other thing is to make sure that you're subscribed to the show so that you can get notifications when any episodes come out. And then the third thing is I'm so blown away at how God has blessed the show and grown it. And I'm so grateful for each of you that listens every week or listens when you can, when you pop in every so often, you listen. I'm just so grateful for you. And I ask if you could do me just a little favor to help us keep growing the show, help other moms like you find the show, is to write a review in Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot to me. All right, I just pray that the Lord blesses you, that he blesses your family, that he lights that desire in your heart to go deeper with him so that you can be filled with his love and that love can pour out to your family, your friends, your community. In Jesus' name, amen.